This podcast is brought to you by Cougar Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our 14th episode of Loudmouth. I'm Adriana Calfano. And I'm Sophia Leone. And this is Loudmouth. What's going on, Soph? What's good, Adriana? Everything is good, especially because of our special guest sitting with right across from me. Can we please give a nice warm shout out to our guest star, Ava Goldsmith? Woo! We've got some people sitting We have audience as well. members in the back. We have a live Ava, audience. you have a crowd. So many people are looking forward to this episode because you are going to be sitting and talking right in front of me. It's incredible. Little, it's a little nerve-wracking, I have to say, like the the response to this being on the pod. So excited. Uh, I uh, Ava has listened to like three of our episodes and yeah, she gives a she's lot a fan. of she gives some critiques. I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I actually I actually really liked it. I really liked the Spotify wrapped episode. Like that's, ah, good I episode. thought that was really good. Um <laughs> I thought that was really great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm an avid podcast listener. Like I love that. I'm every podcast listened, every podcast always. Amen. And yeah. we appreciate your constructive criticism always. You know, we could always use a helping hand trying to make this better. And, you know, you're one of our main advocates. I love it. We I'm love so you. happy to be here. I'm so honored. Really. So, Ava, please. Do you want to talk about what? Please <laughs> tell us what we're going to be talking about today. So, I mean, Sophia Leone kind of scouted me out in psych. And this she was true. like, you know, I would listen to a TED Talk by Ava Goldsmith. And I'm like, that's probably not a good idea, maybe. <laughs> Didn't show up to my Cougar Talk, even though I'm I sorry. gave her an invite. I watched, I watched, actually, Miss Rochford said your Cougar Talk was good. So I went back and listened to it about the curly hair. And you and me both have our curls out today. <laughs> so, guys, I could have joined you. Oh, I'm sorry. Loser. I didn't get the memo. Yeah, what the heck? Sorry. Oopsies. You know, bullying's not right. We're not bullying. We're not. I was just called a loser, but you know what? Oh, that's fine. That's not me. <laughs> All right, Ava, what are we talking about this week? Today, Go. I want to talk about the robots and how they're taking over. PSA, the robots are coming for you. Um, why do you say that? Well, really, I wanted to talk about AI, and I think it's I think it's really important right now. And I think as high schoolers, we have perceptions of AI and technology that are a bit of a different perspective. Um, now let me ask you, Ava. You are very intelligent. I would disagree. Uh, shh. Let me let me say let me say something. I've just met you this year, and you are your brain. I want I want it to be studied when you are gone. I agree. Not that that will be anytime soon, but I would just love <laughs> to see your brain be studied. It's incredible. But have you ever used Chat GPT? I have. On what? I second that. <laughs> Hello, Marley Goldberg. A little Marley guest Goldberg. appearance. Hi. We have an audience. It's really for real, a live audience. <laughs> Ava Goldsmith, what did you use Jap- Chat GPT on? So, like, I use it for a variety of things. Um, I use it a lot to help me with like simple tasks, like writing emails. If I'm writing an email and it feels not fluid or too chunky, or I just have these ideas, it's not like whom graceful. are you writing emails to? I email everybody. My email is like more active than my Snapchat. I'm dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Ava Goldsmith, I don't even have you on Snapchat. That makes me sad. I have okay, been snapping Ava Goldsmith for like 24 hours. Yeah, I know. The podcast is really reconnected. Oh yeah. Are we besties again? We're, we, were, uh, we were never not besties. <laughs> for real. Um, so do you use Snapchat AI? I don't because it kind of like creeps me it out. It scares I, me. But I think it's the same type of like algorithmic architecture that chat GDP is if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I think it's creepy how they're like, you're in Merrick, Long Island. Um, how do you know that? Who told you that? Yeah. And Why they're are you like, you're me. Yeah. And you know what I want to, you know what? Well, While we're on here, I'm going to ask it about Loudmouth. 
Because it knows all media. Like, it's scary. Well, it might not. ChatGDP4 has access to the internet, and it uses Bing because Microsoft is on the board at ChatGDP, so that's, like, a partner connected, like, through company. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's using, like, a ChatGDP3 or 3.5 type of architecture. What's it the difference? We'll get there. Okay. Um, yeah. I Ava, have a, Ava has a seven-page document that she has brought with us. I didn't even type anything up for this week. I just let Ava take control. I told you, APA-style fact-checked. Yeah, Gotta she literally has a play. bibliography at the she, end. She says she don't play. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing. <laughs> so I think it, before we start and we get into, like, ChatGDP, which is probably the AI we're most familiar with, I think it'd be a good idea to define artificial intelligence. Go for it. So... John McCarthy, who is probably one of the founders of artificial intelligence, will provide a definition like way better than I ever could. And he says, I'm reading it now. Mm -hmm. AI is the science and engineering of making intelligent machines, especially intelligent computer programs. It is related to the similar task of using computers to understand human intelligence. But AI does not have to confine itself to the methods that are biologically observable. That's like such a huge statement. And I think... Break it down. Breaking it down. it, It really is... It's the science and engineering of, well, now I'm saying what I said again, but uh, making intelligent machines. So instead of intelligence being something that's an innate function of an organism, like you and I are intelligent organisms, we build it up. Not me, I'm not doing any of this, but <laughs> we build it up, right? Thank you, Adriana. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. She just fixed my mic. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> You're chilling. I'm chilling. Okay. And I think like the, the, the part of the statement I want to focus on as it pertains to me and my interest is that AI does not have to confine itself to methods that are biologically observable. Yeah. Which is a crazy statement. Kind of scary. Kind of scary. Very scary. So I think the AI that most of us are probably familiar with is ChatGDP, which was released. GPT. Oh, yeah. My dad, I, he's like, get GP chat. I'm like, he's like, he's like, uh, did you write that email to your college? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, use a uh, chat GP guy. I'm like, all right. Big guy. Like the old My people. My dad is like that too. They're all scared of it. Every old person you talk about, they're like, don't, don't trust that AI. They're listening to you. Do you think they're listening to us? Ava Goldsmith? Um, I'm going to say no, because I don't think they think. Let me tell you what AI, the Snapchat AI just told me. I go, do you know Loudmouth the podcast? It said, yeah, I know all about Loudmouth. It's a cool podcast. What do you like about it? I go, what do you know about it? It said, it's a podcast where they talk about pop culture, music, and entertainment. Have you listened to it before? Then sent, me, the host. Then sent me a link to wow. my own podcast. Ah! What the heck? I didn't expect it to have like internet browsing capabilities, but I guess it is using something that can browse the internet. I don't know if you remember. That makes me sick. Oh, all right. Like, why? I'm sick. Why? That's so scary. Wait. Like, I genuinely feel that AI could take over the world. Okay, if we okay, give it okay. too much information. But, like, how? Because I don't understand. Because where are the robots? Alexa, do you want to say something? Come here. Come here. You know where the robots are? Because if you tell them all the... Like, I just told them about Loudmouth. They gain more information the more you ask them questions. Maybe you know? not. So, I think that there's a few, like, careers that are going to be, like, outdated in a few years. Because AI can, like, do it more, like efficiently than humans what careers do you think so um (laughs) (laughs) Ava Goldsmith what do you think Ava Ava what are your thoughts so definitely I think I don't think careers will become obsolete but we may need less people you know like on the ground working these things I think software engineering is a good idea we will definitely still need people to especially now contribute to the field of software engineering really conceptually but uh, ChatGDP can write really advanced and sometimes wrong but other times right uh, Acts and articles of code, which I think is interesting. I think 
there are other services maybe in like hr and sorry guys communications where we could have a yeah. talking model um but they're not going to be as entertaining as sophia and i i agree i completely <laughs> agree um Heck yeah. but i think like you you asked a question it's like oh is it listening well i think we need to ask is it thinking first I don't think it's thinking. I think it just has a lot of, like you said, code, that it has so much information that it picks and chooses what to use at what time. And the more information we provide, I think the more it, in quote unquote, thinks. So yes, ChatGDP is an example of something called an LMM, which is a large language model. And they're a type of like artificial intelligence model that's designed to, to understand, generate, and interact with human language at a large scale. So what it does is we give it a source text. We've given it billions and billions and billions and billions of source text because we connected it to the internet. And prior to ChatGDP being like intertwined with Bing and the internet, it, it was able to read and scour through these source texts. And what it does is you ask it a prompt. I'm going to go, who was the first president? And it doesn't use its semantic knowledge. It's not like, I know that the first president was George Washington, Revolutionary War, crossing the Delaware, et cetera. That's not what it does takes statistically the most probable words to come next in the sentence. So really? it goes, yeah. So I go, what is the next president? So it looks at everything it's read and it goes, the next president, I mean, the first president is George Washington, which is why it's not always right. And it also has no ability to admit that it doesn't know something because it's not doing any knowing or thinking. And then there's a certain percentile of randomness added so that not every prompt is the same. I find it funny. That's so interesting. That's it's incredible. It really does blow my mind. When it like was on the rise last year, when everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I'm ChatGPTing my homework. I'm ChatGPTing this. All my college essays." I think it's scary in the sense of like you don't know what's real or fake, like correct or not correct. Is that what you mean by real or Both. fake? Because Both. now there are these things that I'm reading about and voices and all this where you can audio generate. A voice, yeah. like it, which I scares me because I have a podcast. That's why I'm saying it's scary. Yes, we use it on the podcast, but the fact that we have a podcast, the internet, and the internet has me and Adriana's voice, and it could design for us to basically say anything, well, anything that's the derogatory. Yes, and my mom literally. We were talking about this the other day. She said AI and technology. The modern technology, it's getting scary to the point where people are getting calls from their daughters, quote unquote. I need money. I need money. I need money. I'm stuck in a foreign country. Please help me. I need money to get Mm -hmm. out. So we have like a code word now (sighs) where, which I advise you do the same. I'm anywhere. I'm always home. So like if my mom's getting a call, it's like, (laughs) hi, mom. (laughs) Wow. Really? That's crazy. (laughs) Good fun fact, Adriana. That's. You know, that brings up, like, a larger point of ethical implications of AI. Um, And there's so much we can dive into, but definitely privacy and, like, impersonation are a huge thing. I'm sure you guys are aware of what deep fakes are. Yes, and they do them to the president. Well, yes, it's so deep fake. So a deep fake is when you can have, um, I'll take a video. Like, let's take, we have a video of our podcast right now, and I'm able to kind of AI overlay my face and, and my body on Sophia's body, so it sounds like what Sophia is doing. It looks like, like lip syncing almost. It's it's like a it, it's like a visual form. You you can look it up, and some of them are, are quite unfortunate because you have people, important people in Large power, figures like the president saying like 
big corrupt things and people will believe it because people mm. are ignorant. It's not even people are ignorant. It's maybe, yeah, people are ignorant, but, um, <laughs> real, <laughs> real. <laughs> but it, it's just like, there's some unfortunate things that happen with a few celebrities regarding like deep fakes. Oh, I've seen something like this. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because how can you prove it's not you? Yeah. How can you prove those photos aren't of you? And I think it's like, uh, especially concerning for women, um, regarding that type of sense, which is unfortunate, and that's an example that AI isn't like directly involved with the deep fakes. Like AI, yes, it is, but also it, it's a larger issue of privacy and data security, right? Um, there's a concern with Google, and I know we all use Google Docs and Google Chrome here because mm-hmm. that's what our school uses. That AI, that Google, Google's AI is called Bard. Like, like OpenAI is the company that owns and runs ChatGDP, and mm-hmm. Google runs Bard. That Bard is scraping through everybody's private personal docs and reading them to develop a large language model. And it's like, should shouldn't that belong to me? Those yeah. words talk about artists and AI art, gener- like AI generated art. Shouldn't that art? belong to that artist and not be scraped and using these models. Very recently, I don't know if you guys noticed this change with ChatGDP, but very recently the New York Times, uh, you know, took OpenAI out of court regarding copyright um, infringement. There's this article in the New York Times wrote, it was a really great article. It was something about like an avalanche. It was snowfall mm-hmm. about a, an avalanche. And it won, like I think Pulitzer Prize, it was a great article. And you could type in chat P, chat, chat GDP and you could go, Oh, type me out the first paragraph of that article. Type me out the second paragraph, and without having to pay for New York Times, you would have access to that article. Oh, things like that—it's—it's going to ruin a lot of things: jobs, corporations, people's reputation. Like how 100%. you were saying in the media, how a whole—do you think people are going to blame their own mistakes? Like, let's say Kim Kardashian, she said something, or. Kimmy K. Yeah, we'll stick with, I'm not going to. Or T-Swizzle. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Kim Kardashian. Like, she said something foul about her ex-husband or something. Foul. And do you think people are going to be like, she's going to be like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't me. That was a deep fake. Do you think people are going to end up doing that in the future? I don't know. I think it'll be the other way around that, you know, I, I didn't do that. That was a deep fake. Yes, like, that's what I'm No, 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 no. Oh. Like, the other way around. They really didn't do it. They really, so, uh, you know, you'll see uh, photos leaked in paparazzi of, I don't know, we'll just say, like, let's just say a young celebrity, like, drinking underage, and they'll mm-hmm. go, like, oh, that wasn't really me. That was a deep fake. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, they're going to blame it on AI. Like, oh, that the wasn't The way I'm just me. not with it. The way I'm just no, not with okay. it. Hey, it's okay. You're focused on what you got to say. You got a lot to say, Ava Goldsmith, and it's very I have an eight-page document, guys. I know. Twelve it's sources. Incredible. I'd yeah. love to see it. But genuinely, this is my, what I think, my personal opinion on AI, is that the more we tell it, the more power we give to it, the more information it's going to hold and the more it's going to learn. Definitely. It's like a baby almost. So it, it's like when you say learn, like I agree with you, like the more information we give it, the more information it can spit back. But is it learning? Because I can take chat GDP and I take it and I put it in a new scenario that it may not be able to respond in that new environment. And this brings up something called an AGI. An AGI is called artificial general intelligence. Aggie. Aggie. <laughs> uh, Ava, can I ask you a personal question? You can ask me any question. What are you doing? What, do what you in life? Oh. oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I no, like what are you, what's what's after high school? So college? Um, <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> you no, know, uh, I I'm a little undecided right now, That's but okay, I'm too. interested in bioethics, which is biology with with ethical consideration. So I'm 
like I, p- I applied to college with a biology or like molecular biology mm-hmm. major and then a philosophy uh, either minor minor or or double major that's very cool because we are in psychology class together mm-hmm. and we talk about this ethics deal daily yeah and this really does go into ethics it's uh, so you course. care about how like you're gonna go into a career I assume where people how people act and the why people do what they do. Yes and no. Bioethics is more about studying life because it's fascinating and intricate, but also protecting it because it's inherently important. Real. So bioethics is is a really huge thing in society, and we usually don't put the word bioethics on it. But there are like very large debates that really impact all of us that are bioethics, and there are bioethicists on special house committees within Congress and healthcare policies. Does animal testing fall under bioethics? What's definitely. That? No, oh, does definitely. Why are you coming at me? That was a genuine question. Let me just, let me, off the record, not off the record, We're off on, topic. We are on the record. We are on the, the record. The record button is pressed. <laughs> <laughs> but off topic for a second, Adriana's been coming at me all week. It's true. Explain yourself. Why are you nodding? Yeah, because she's witnessed it. All week, I placed a, I made a bet with this girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yeah, and... It was unethical. Unethical? It was an unethical. No, I think it's an ethical bet. It, I, we bet regarding regarding the musical and the parts. And we placed $32 on the line. It 32. was originally 20 and I was going to win the bet. And she was like, no, 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 no. You're this and you're that. Let's go up. Double or nothing. And I was like, how did double or nothing lead to 32 Because she <laughs> didn't want to pay $40. Because you know what $40 is to me? I think I guess. I gotta be real. Like I, I, I just might have failed my calculus quiz. But like, I twenty times two, possibly forty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, twenty time times two. But now it's thirty-two. Now, but now it's thirty-two. We're reworking math. Like, rework yeah. the math. Ask AI that. Because tell the robots. Tell the robots right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get Snapchat. Up. Do you think they'll make like physical robots like in people's houses? Yo, well, in people's houses. Is yeah. everybody they gonna have? have a- wait, they have that. Okay, Clara and the Sun. Wait, what's that? That it's was our book. AP lip. Oh my God, this thing. one fits perfectly into yeah, our thing. Yeah, it, it really is a great book. Like regarding that, I Explain. love that book. Clara and the Sun follows uh, an artificial friend known as Clara. A- Wait, AF. They call her an AF in the book. Um, this artificial friend named Clara. She's just an intelligent artificial model. And she's so precious and cute and, and kind. Precious, but are they replacing imaginary friends? I don't know. Maybe. And they talk about this world, and and she has to. She gets. This girl's sick, so yeah, she's yeah. been sick. And no, wait, uh, she like uh, Clara. Clara is not sick. Clara's a robot. Bebop, bebop. <laughs> Real. <laughs> just in case you were confused. <laughs> just in case you were confused. But Clara is assigned, not assigned, but gets bought, really bought, and and works and helps this girl named Josie. And it's like, it's a very big comment on like the relationship with technology. But the the author, who is a Nobel laureate in literature, a right? What? He's won the Nobel Prize for literature. The word is laureate. Oh. <laughs> um, I've learned so much in the last 18 minutes. I'm like flabbergasted. I, I, Don't worry. We have, like we have so much I more. I just came from math. Like, just give me a second. <laughs> give you a second. But he, he okay, so Clara and the Sun. <laughs> I really recommend the book. I really recommend the author. The book so was great. I was really great. thoroughly enjoyed so the book. So it's human's re- relationship with technology, but it also is like you get to view human's relationship from a very, because Clara narrates the book from a very interesting and introspective uh, like like point of view. Maybe back to the AI, possibly. 
it just goes to show how much she's learned. Like, it starts off, she didn't know what the sun was. She didn't know what the outside was like. And then the book just goes on and on. And you just see her brain develop. So, Clara. Learn. Yeah, Clara would be a really great example of an AGI, an artificial general Aggie. intelligence. An Aggie, because Aggie is like, it's like, in quotes, a strong AI. It possesses the ability to understand, learn, and apply its intelligence to a wide variety of problems across different domains, like a human being. There's like really That's two sick. That's sick. That makes me sick. Now, it's right now, it's hypothetical. Google says they're, like, working on it, but Eva, I don't trust them. Are you an Aggie? Um, I was actually asked that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yo, so I was like... Can you confirm nor deny? I can confirm. Well, mm, I, I'm going to deny that one, actually. But I was in the hallway. I was talking to to Max Eisen, and he what was- What a guy. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> and he was like, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going on Loudmouth tomorrow. And he was like, oh, cool. What are you talking about? I was like, AI. And he's like, oh, you're biased. You are one. And I was like- <laughs> <laughs> That's foul. <laughs> no, but it was really funny. <laughs> but that just goes to show that when a, a person can be compared to a p- computer that has so much information, it's- You should take that as a compliment. I, yeah, no, you should. I appreciate that. Me? Oh, oh yeah, my I was there. Because you got hundred. See, that's the thing. People compare, like, oh, you're a bot. Like, I say that. Why don't the bots get compared to us? Real. Um. I say that. They probably do in the bot community. <laughs> I say that on a day-to-day basis. Like, you're a bot. You're a bot. What am I really saying? You're, you're, you're a copycat. Yeah, mm. you're like you're just like a like a programmable thing. Yes, programmable. Like you're almost an NPC, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Like you're just there. You take up space. Well, that's kind of messed up. I should stop saying that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're doing self-reflection. Self-reflection, definitely. So, like an AGI right now is hypothetical, but it, like the thing about ChatGDP is it's not thinking, it's just predicting. Right, so an AGI would be able to think, and the thing is, uh, two two things: adaptability. They can learn and adapt to new, unforeseen environments, and autonomy. It can operate in these environments without being pre-programmed. It can use machine learning and really learn. And now, that I would consider to be something that's thinking, in comparison to like a large language model where it's just regurgitating. Not that there isn't like algorithm behind a large language model, which is like like discretion, like discretion and disclosure. I know nothing, I know near nothing regarding, uh, like, computer science and actual programming. Like, I, like, these machines are, like, marvels to me. Like, I, I'm very concerned with, like, the ethical and conceptual standpoints of them. But it's like, you're like, Ava, open up JavaScript. I'm like, I'm good. But if you th- really think about it, just, like, these robots and all that, it's just code. It's just a bunch of letters and like numbers why? together. why? But I want to know why. Like, why do we need this? Question mark. Well, it's just like kind of the natural and exponential, I would say, progression of technology mach- of, of, of computer science leading to artificial intelligence. And I think like we're talking about this in this conversation. It's really scary. Like the, the title of my document is the robots are taking over. I looked at that <laughs> email that. and you said sent to Sophie Leone. And with <laughs> I spelled like it wrong. You misspelt it like completely wrong. Like I was like <laughs> I laughing. I was I like full of fun. Sorry. I'm not very good at spelling. Just like if anybody can vouch for me on that, I'm really not a good speller. It's really unfortunate. Me <laughs> but as well, actually. That's why I use chat GPT. I use it all the time to check grammar. I think it's actually one of its best functions. Grammarly. No, Grammarly uses That's AI That's another now. AI. It's and Canva uses AI. I, I developed my uh, marketing Quillbot. project. Alexa's a quill, bro- quill bot stand. What's that? It's a... They have great citations. Very well. 
please sponsor us. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, but I think we're like talking about like actually like using Grammarly is that's a really good point. It's like when I think of an optimal relationship, optimal relationship with like a with uh, artificial intelligence, I think of things like Grammarly. Right, we're talking about this conversation, and like the heading of my document is very negative. It's very like worrisome. I thought it was funny. I think it's funny too, but it's also kind of negative. Like, it's inevitable that they're going to take over. When I, I don't think that is the case, and I don't think that has to be the case. Um, like, for example, in early 2022, this team of researchers from MIT and Harvard made this really the cra- top dogs. The top dog. The top top dogs. Right. <laughs> Where are you going, MIT? I didn't apply. Why? <laughs> I would not get in. That's a lie. No, it's not. Where you want to go? I have friends that go to MIT. That's sick. Man. I'm going to Massachusetts. That's I love Massachusetts. Yeah, I am. Actually, um, no, I'm I'm cooking on my commitment. You're cooking? Let her let her chef up. Let, her, let chef her chef up. up. It'll be soon. In an episode near you. Episode near you. Episode yeah. near you. What did you just say? See, are you you wouldn't be a robot because you stutter. but like can you think of someone in your life where you're like you don't make any mistakes are you like i question if you're real or not i've definitely come across people like sometimes i look alexa in the face and she's just sitting there like 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 resting and i'm like that's fake it's like that's a robot sometimes (laughs) i think people are holograms i have to like question my own reality all right have you guys Um, seen the tiktok where the woman was on the plane and she was like those people are not real (laughs) they are not real and what was she talking i don't know um i i don't know either what do you mean apparently there were like ghosts or whatever but i was like looking and i was like that's sometimes how i feel she was just having a rough time she's having a rough time i feel for her i related um Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt seen. You felt seen? You seen yeah. by the woman dragged off the plane? Yep. Got that it. was like me in another universe. Perfect. But you know Snapchat now has like, you can type in what you want, like me with abs. And like, it takes your fo- your face from d- the past pictures. No shot. Swear. No. Swear. Alexa's going to test it out. Yeah. Wait. I'm no, like but don't text it. You have to like go to the corner. It's crazy. Like Tyler, Tyler R. Gemma like did it. AI. Yes. Okay, wait. Me it's so with freaky. with straight ad. hair. Straight hair. That'd be funny. I don't send my like Snapchat AI photos. Neither like, do I, just, I. I don't. Here's the thing. Like Snapchat. I don't use it. Snapchat as a company already offloads all of your data onto its private servers. That's freaky. And I, number one, that's like already something I'm not cool with. Like I'm not giving it directly to the robot. Like at least make the robot struggle a little bit to get the information. Like and fun fact, every snap you send is in a wor- is in a database. Correct. Maybe it's like for a Snapchat Plus thing. Maybe who is sna- she has Snapchat Plus. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That is interesting. I have Snapchat. Alexa has but like Snapchat still, Plus. but still, like you just what formulated that out of thin air? Like that's crazy. Grasped. Oh my god. But I like. I don't. I'm not a. My personal opinions. I don't use ChatGPT. I think I've used it once to formulate interview questions, but other than that, I don't like it i freaks me out like my alexa at home like actually scares like like scares me i see what you're saying but like i really think it is a a tool that we just need to learn how to use and i don't think it's gonna steal my job bro no all right all right all right i think so are you scared accounting is gonna get whipped out the door and i like i need to get in there so ava goldsmith are you personally scared of ai no why is that because i think we're in a position right now 
where we could have a really positive future with AI. I was talking about the researchers from MIT and Harvard. They made this great breakthrough using AI to predict uh, protein sequences and to predict an antibiotic for an infection called MRSA, which is typically antibiotic resistant and really like wrecks through nursing homes and hospitals. And if you get MRSA, it's very hard to get rid of it and it can be deadly. And they were able to discover an entire new class of antibiotics. That hasn't been done in like 30 years, a new class of antibiotics with AI. And I published in the journal Cell and it really is um, a big discovery. Uh, on the same note, there's this website called like AlphaFold, which predicts protein structures. Like I did some research regarding proteins and I looked that up and I played with it and it was so cool. So thinking like into the future, I'm I'm not scared of it. I think there is a potential for a really, really great future with human beings and AI. And I think we need to work to make that potential. We don't just get to go to bed and wake up and have a good future. So you think we can like coexist? Well, I think... It, I think it can, and I think it can serve us without, um, you know, us relying on it too much and without it overpowering us. I you feel heard it here first. We, should, we did hear What? We heard it uh. here first. But people look at AI almost like aliens, yeah. I feel. Like, oh my God, they're going to take over and okay. they're going to ruin our buildings like Godzilla. Like, no. No. Really recently, like... This is something that gives me a lot of hope. Like the like the United States, I think is on the floor of the Senate. Is, is bills that are are working to help address AI. And I think like usually there's sometimes a lot of times legislation is far behind technology. That's and so I think AP Gov like <laughs> wow. And I think so that's AP-gov. I think it's really like I- important. Like that's very hopeful to me that legislators and lawmakers are taking this and taking it seriously. Right, but also like we have to take it seriously. I like, agree. Like you and me here have to take it ser- seriously. Like. Not to sound like this, but all of us have both like equal, we have a reasonable opportunity, and I would also argue regional responsibility to set the future with AI and everything else. You know, like last night, I didn't, I didn't just like go to bed and wake up and go, I'm going to pass my Calc test. I didn't just go like, oh, I hope I have a, a great future tomorrow on my Calc test. I went, mm-hmm. I studied, and I did the work, and then I hoped. Like hoping, hoping yes, it's a verb, but it's not an action. We can't just hope for the future of... <laughs> <laughs> we can't just hope for a good future with AI. We need to work for a good future with AI. And it's like, I really think we both have, all of us have equal opportunity and equal responsibility to make that future. And that is with anything in life. I agree. You want something done, you have to get We it have done. talked about this so many times. You gotta get it. Everything in life, like you have to put the work in. I agree. You can't just like chat GPT your life. And Away, think, you can't. Think you're you can't. gonna do the most optimal, no, best I job. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. And we also, at the same time, we can't be too afraid to to make uh, moves and to make new innovations. Right? It's like like going we, to the gym. Sure, like money moves, okay, man. Definitely. Like I can't be afraid of failing, and I can't be let like the fear of failing, the fear of disappointment stop me. Like, okay, personal antidote. Personal antidote about my life. Like, if I were to encapsulate senior year in one word for me, unfortunately, it would be disappointing. Oh, I, I worked hard for a few things, and I spent a lot of time and a lot of stress in a few things, and it didn't turn out the way I want. But I can't like sit here and be like, let that that feeling of disappointment and the fear of future disappointment stop me from taking the risk. Yo, yeah, keep and pushing. Well again. In the Yo, past, keep you know? pushing, dog. Keeping push- I agree with you. And it's it's the same thing within AI innovations. We have to keep pushing, but we have to do it safely and respectfully and responsibly. So, Ava Goldsmith, respectfully, what is in your future? What oh what God. can we look forward from your work? Like we l- I can't wait to see more. We're going to have you, you back cuz we do have to wrap this up. But we're going to have you back. 
And I just want to hear what you got in the future. In the future, yeah. I big I, money moves. Probably not big money moves. Probably like financially stable money moves. Um, Real. <laughs> um, I don't know. In the future, maybe medicine, maybe research, maybe bioethics, maybe run away in a cabin in the woods. I'm not yeah, sure yet. I love that. Listen, I don't know. And that's the future, full of uncertainty. And full until of future, uh, full of hope, full of work, and, and I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited. And until the future comes, we'll never know. So to wrap it up. Wait, our guests want to say one thing. Our audience. Oh, our live studio audience. Terrifying. For real. Spit. Thank you for having us. Yeah. That's and a it? joy. <laughs> and, and a pleasure. How did Ava do? Make Ava Goldsmith her own pod. 2024. Let's go! <laughs> That's it. I would so have a podcast. I'd be like Science News. I'd be like Science Please. News. We I'd be We're going to get Cougar TV on the, that. Oh, my goodness. Yo, science News it. with Ava Goldsmith. And we can have guests. Oh, my goodness. I'll get you in it. I'll get you in it. Let's do it. We got um, it on. Ava, what's your takeaway from this? So, Ava Goldsmith, what's your big takeaway? I usually do a takeaway at the end of every episode, but I wish I could regurgitate whatever you just said, but oh. I think you'll do it better than me. My takeaway for this episode of Loudmouth, thank you guys for having me, number one. And number two is, I'm very excited. I'm a chronic podcaster, so this is very exciting for me. Um, but my main takeaway is, AI is something that we need to be cautious around because it has these ethical implications, but it's also something that we can use as a tool to help us. And I think we we can't we can't be afraid, but we can't not work for a good future. And I think it's up to all of us as citizens of the United States and citizens of the world to to make to make this work for us. We cannot just hope for a good future. We need to make a good future. And Retweet. that was loudmouth. And that was loudmouth. <laughs> Tune in next week. Oh my goodness. Thank you so guys for listening. Thank, thank you guys you. for having me. Thank you, Ava, for coming. We had such a great time. I had a great time. All right. And that was, was loudmouth. Loud <laughs> 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 <laughs>